right. Thank you for tuning in to TBD with Tegan and Lee. Hey, guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, so today we're going to discuss a few things. Uh, we're going to start off with quality of friends versus quantity of friends. Or you could say quality of friends versus just amassing friends. So what I want to talk about is when you when you start out, I guess uh, we could start with an example. Like Facebook, start out with how many friends you could have. Like when you when Facebook was around, people saw you had five friends. They were like, "Oh, you only have five friends. Look at me, I have five hundred friends." And now the uh, people are realizing and moving uh, closer to not amassing a big circle, but a small inner circle. So that's why like social media, like Path, came about, where you you have this the maximum number of friends you you started out with was you can't go above fifty. And then, but you have your your inner circle, which is a the closest friends you have to share and experience um, life with. And when I say um, quality of friend versus quantity, it's more about friends who who push you forward and friends who who I guess you would treat like they were your family. And you gotta you gotta separate your you gotta find out. What what people in your life that that are there to support you and what friends that are there to challenge you to grow? I feel like the big issue here so far that I like just listen to you talk is the limitations of the English language and the fact that like on Facebook you call them friends. They're not really friends. That's the thing. Like you the distinction between some people who are gonna challenge you and push you forward, I don't think i would categorize those people as friends that's uh like we've had discussions about this like to you what is a friend and so like having an inner circle i feel like inner circle and people who like understand you and know you and you know compliment you are those are friends but people who challenge you and like um the way you described just now that seems more like it's like when people say work friends it's like just because you work with someone and you guys talk once in a while that doesn't make you friends and then he's like, that's like a colleague. You know what I mean? That's not a friend. Yeah. Um, so uh, I think like, with social media, social media really just kind of blew this out of proportion um, because I think for, you know, most of the time we had inner circles, you know, they call friends and then acquaintances, right? So your friends are your inner circle and then your acquaintances are outer circle. But you kind of know on a periphery, friends of friends and the like. So like on Facebook, um, or with social media, it's like, well, this person, I like this person's photos. Let's be friends. But it's really just a, it's not even a degree of connection because you don't know anything about the person. You you maybe know what their face looks like. You maybe know their government name, um, but you don't know anything about them. So you're not really friends. So it's like a misnomer. You know what I mean? Yeah. That because someone likes a teeny tiny microscopic part about you, thing about you that you're friends. Yeah. It used to be like you, everyone you meet, you would add them uh, on facebook to connect either because or, or myspace the facebook before facebook <laughs> yeah either you thought we could be friends or this is a connection that i can utilize in the future and then linkedin came in and it's uh facebook became just a social hangout and mm -hmm. linkedin was i'm just gonna add everyone as i can as a connection to mm -hmm. help me further mm -hmm. where i'm going mm -hmm. so you basically now have one network for just socializing with acquaintances 
mm-hmm. and you have one to, I guess, use other people's connections or use their talent to further yourself. And then there's another social me- network where it's just personal you and your uh, like path. I've never heard of Path actually. Tell yeah, me path's, about it more. Path's been around uh, since 2010. So mm-hmm. when I first heard about it, it was 50 people maximum. You can't go above that. And then you have your inner circle. So it's it's mainly for you to share it with people, true friends. That's what they wanted. Like mm. we, they said we're not here to to be a Facebook where you could have five hundred friends that you never talk to. Mm. Until mm. you have five hundred friends and you only talk to like five of them, mm. then you take those five people would be what your path mm. uh, network would be. Like okay, so I have an Instagram that I use sporadically because I'm kind of, you know, I call myself a bubble millennial because I know like what it was like before the internet and I know what it's like after. And so on my Instagram, I have like 90 followers, which I think is a very apt thing to say instead of friends, which is better, but I have 90 followers. And most of those people are people I went to high school with or my family. (laughs) I don't have, I don't have anyone following me that doesn't actually know me on Instagram, which is is nice, right? Because I don't get the 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 thing like that is turns me off about Facebook now is just like everyone's life, and not even usually the worst parts of their life, either the very worst or the very best parts of their life are on Facebook. And no one ever says, except for I do have a colleague named Tomek who <laughs> his Facebook is just like I bought a sandwich. I think I might eat it. Maybe I'll put mustard on it. Literally, he just he Facebooks about his life, which is hilarious to read, even though it's so mundane because everyone's like, oh, my God. You know, everyone's, uh, you know, as they say, throwing shade or they're like, oh, my God, look how happy I am. It's it's too much. Yeah, because uh, social media is it's less about it's less about you connecting with close friends. It's more about posting the highlight of your life. So your whole mm. your whole Instagram or Facebook is a highlight of your life. Where there's never any downtime, like there's the mm, yeah, it's, it's, there's no there's no lo, lo, low lights. Mm, exactly. Yep. 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 Yeah. So you you're not really a real verse person. Where um, it 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 came down to social media causing depression uh, amongst um, yeah. younger people because they see their friends or associates or people who are friends with their friends. They all all they're posting is how how great their lives are and what they're doing and they don't realize that it's a facade that they're posting just to highlight yeah i know like i'm not gonna lie that's how well i haven't gotten depressed but it does make it did make me very sad like because you know everyone's profile picture is their best picture right put your best foot forward and everything and then it's like oh i just bought a house or oh we're having a baby or um like oh beach day and it's just like God, and I'm I'm in you know in my pajamas. My hair's not done, you know, playing my PlayStation, and I'm like, <laughs> why yeah. am I le- not living my better life when you don't know what's actually happening with them? They could be, there could be all sorts of shenanigans going on in, in the background, but it's a yeah yeah, it's and there's scary... like, and a lot of time people try to make friends and they try to change themselves because this one group you have to talk a certain way your hair has to look a certain way and over here it's it's like something completely different and you're trying to figure out where you where you fit mm. but when people when that's pe- in adulthood not even just in your teenage years anymore that used to be like a high school thing right like you were trying to find a place to fit in nope that's now increased into adulthood <laughs> yeah and then there's like what you come to realize is that 
if you don't fit in, it's okay. You just continue to walk that walk your path, and people who are on on their way as well. You meet people who who fit with you, who click with you, and you guys will be better off. But um, I do think that making friends is is very difficult, whether you're a teenager or an adult. Because I, I, I can tell you, I have two best. Well, yeah, I have two best friends. Right, they're my absolute best friends. They're my sisters. I've known them since actually since the first grade. And so we have a very long history with each other. They know me. I know them. Um, and then I have I have various acquaintances, but like because they're my two best friends, and I spend most of my time with them. Um, now it's like sometimes I want to go do something and my friend, she travels for work now. So she's like, well, I'm not, in, I'm in Montana, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, ugh. And she's like, well, go with your other friends. I was like, literally you and, and, and my, my other best friend are my only friends. And she's like, you got to go make more. And I'm like, as an adult, it's ridiculously hard. Cause like I could go to a bar and I could meet like some people and like talk with them, but like building a relationship, even just if we met at a library, it's just really hard because it's just hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've. I've experienced the, the um, I guess I don't know how to put what words to use, but the I experienced the quality of friends and quantity of friends because when I was younger, I had I just met I just had people who I know and knew and just like that was it. I didn't really have any close like really close friends, and when I people that I hung out a little more than others. I realized uh, at the end, like these aren't really friends. They're just around me because they want certain things, so they want to see me a certain way, or I don't know. They saw something that I had, and they want to associate themselves with. But one um, one quote I want to put out and see if, what do you think of it is it's from uh, Jim Ron. He says, "You are the average of the five people you spend mo- the most times with." Mm, I don't know. That sounds kind of more complicated. It sounds like a simple phrase for something very complicated, but I well, don't know because you know. Let's just say let's just change it a little bit. You are the average of the people you spend time with. It's in like what way? Because I don't let's say know, you I have a think... hundred friends. Okay. So you um, hang. You try to hang around strength? with all of those friends. Who has the strength for that? Yeah. <laughs> so you're never gonna. You're never gonna. Because the hundred friends you have, yeah, some of them will, may know each other, and I don't know if you've you've experienced this where you you're with your friends, and then they when you're with your friends in that group of friends, you you know how they act, but as soon as they introduce you to their group of friends, because you have a circle of friends and they have a circle of friends, mm. and then you step into their circle of friends and they act differently. I don't know if you. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So if you if you have a a a group of friends, you're never gonna be your whole self. You're just gonna be the average of the friends that you hang around with. Um. I yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. But the thing that's again like a semantic thing because like if they if they're your friends, then you're gonna be yourself. You you won't. Yeah. There's a difference between. Uh, I guess you could say friends and acquaintance that are like friends, I guess you would say. Yeah. Um, but I would say 
it's basically saying hang around with quality people and you'll be you will find yourself to be a quality person exactly yeah that's what i'm saying because i mean like i said i have like two best friends and then there are some ancillary people who are close friends right um and i wouldn't that's the thing like when i think about them i don't think about that i have to change how i act because they know me they know who i am and they're themselves too so we're not we're complementary to each other like i have a, a my one of my best friends she is just a very truthful person and she just tells people like it is right and i'm also like that but somehow when she says it they're like oh you're so right like that's so real but when i say it i'm like all these like four letter words it's like oh, oh, oh how, how can you say that oh you're so mean you're so rude and why that is i don't know but i can respect that about me and her because when we're both thinking the same thing when something happens we're like mm you know, I was like, you know, you cheated. Why, why did you think you weren't going to get caught? Right. And we're both thinking the same thing. And so we're complimentary to each other where Karen's like solution based kind of. And I'm kind of like, fix yourself, Yeah, <laughs> you know? I'm and my other friend is very outgoing. She's, she's extrovert. I'm introvert, but we pretty much grew up in parallel, like very similar, like lives. Like we both have part of our family that's from the south part of our family that's from um boston and you know what i mean like our moms are the same age you know our initials are almost the same like we have the same first name people think we're twins sometimes like we just connect and then i have a guy friend who is actually becoming less of a close friend now that he's in a relationship but um he he's kind of boring <laughs> but i love him anyway but he likes to run and he's a chef those are the things he does and he loves to talk about them and he loves to go on cruises to disney world like you know what i mean yeah and, that that just uh, brought up how do you deal with the uh, with the fact that you you notice that your friends are slipping away like you you had friends and then they're moving on it's not that they've changed but it's that their goals have changed um i just i mean the thing about it is that like you can't think that you're meant to hold on to every Ugh. everything it's like it's like things it's like, not things they're people but it's like you know when you were a kid you had a gray hat right and so you've had that gray hat your whole life you can't think that you have to hold on to it because you had it for 10 or 15 years like that hat might get a hole that you might lose it you might it might get splashed with bleach and now it's a gray hat with white spots and you have to decide whether you want to hold on to it or whether it's going to keep being useful or necessary to you or whether it's time to go and buy a new hat that's maybe red. And so the thing is, it's sad sometimes. Like, I do have a friend like that who was actually my friend when I started. Well, it's sort of high school because I went to the John D. O'Brien. So it starts at the seventh grade. So I met him in the seventh grade. And um, we were we were so close. We were tight. You know, we went to each other's houses, all this stuff. Um, And he's the one who introduced me to my best friend named Ashley. And literally almost like within a year of me meeting Ashley and us being together, me and him were less friends. And, and it's so ridiculous because right, he was my best friend and then he introduced me to her and we started hanging out and she became my best friend and he kind of became just a close friend. It, and it happened all naturally. It wasn't like I shunned him or anything like that. And him and, and her are so close-ish. So it was just a natural thing where it was like, well, Michael was in, this person was in my life for this amount of time. And then they're gone just because they went to do, you know, he moved across the country to California. He worked at Facebook for a little bit. Like he was just doing his own thing and I was doing my own thing. 
and it, it's just it's a, a precipitate of just how your relationship is in general like Ashley lives in DC now she's been living there for like two or three years I still call her all the time I still talk to her I'm going to visit her in a couple of weeks and so the thing is like our relationship is so strong that like we also we can do a lot of stuff we yeah. we might as well have been in in a romantic relationship because we used to argue we're so similar that we used to argue all the time and the thing the ways that we handle things were so different because she's just non-confrontational like she would get mad at me about something and just be like she just huff and walk away and my thing was like you walking away is not going to fix this situation so i would confront her about it and that would just exacerbate the situation because she's non-confrontational even though it's making her so upset and i'm like i'd rather be upset out loud at each other than be upset inside because that's not i'm still going to be mad at you and then i'm going to be mad at myself too that's silly we should just tell each other what we think and after a while, like she realized that about me and I realized that about her and we found out a way to make it work. And that made our relationship so much stronger. Like we got through it. There were times when I was like, I can't be friends with you anymore because you're just too much for me. But we made it through because our relationship was strong. Yeah, it was, le it was less than to say it's uh, a negative thing, but it's just to take stock in your life to see. Um, you, you notice that uh, have uh, people around you, their goals have changed, but they haven't changed. So are you where you want to be? Um, what What is it that you're doing that's not getting you there? Mm. But to kind of compliment your story, um, I did have a friend that I thought would be a good friend. Uh, like there's two of them. And I don't know what changed. Like one day kind of, he kind of flipped in. Um, so from that day, I realized like, okay. So then I stepped back. And so he, he was good friends with uh, someone else that I was friends with. So I just stepped back and just said, okay, this, this is not the, this is not the friendship for me. So I left, even though. But like, what, what, what do you mean? Like, he just like went off on you? Like, he just. Like, he was having, he was having an argument with someone and, and I, I try I came and try to kind of give him both, uh, the both side perspective and then. He kind of after that day he was kind of like a little thrown off like he wasn't really he didn't really want to talk to me he was mm -hmm. like I, yeah. don't, I don't know if it's because you know you don't take their side and they figured you're against them no yeah i know what you're saying i've had that situation and i but i can i'm just smiling because i i can see it in my head right now you like saying both sides of it and sometimes i mean i don't know would, why he would stop being friends with you because i mean that's the one things about one thing about friends or particularly how i feel about friends is that they're not gonna lie to you they're gonna tell you the truth don't you know what i mean it's like someone telling you you're, you're pretty or you're handsome all the time and you're like you don't have to lie to me like i know i look like like poop right now <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean and i had a friend just like that and she just she literally just made bad decisions right and it was a situation like i'm sure you would have said is that there are always two sides to responsibility. And her thing was that it was his fault and he should have done this and he should have done that. And I told her, I was like, but you didn't do your due diligence. You 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 just met this person. Why do you think that their whole life goal is to make sure that you're okay? You should have also, you know, you, in, you informed them that this is what they should do. And hopefully they would go do that, but you're an adult. And so you should have been like, well, I'm gonna do what I have to do to protect myself and you didn't. She got so upset. She called, she said I was victim shaming and like stop being friends with me. And yeah. I'm like, and mind you, again, my bestie, who is also very blunt, said the same thing to her. And it was not as explosive as it was with me. It was like, oh, yeah, okay. 
It's a lot of times I realize that I could say something and people will dismiss it, but someone else, I guess they respect or revere a lot more, says the same exact same thing and they find it to be profound. And I don't wow. even think it's that they respect them more because I've been in that situation. I think it's just that it's it has to do with how people perceive you and you know what I mean? Because I that used to happen to me all the time and I used to be like, or they'd ask me a question like, oh, what's this mean? And I tell them, but then they'd go and ask someone else anyway. And I'm like, what did you ask me? You know, um, <laughs> but I think it has to do with their how they feel about you. So the thing is, anyone will tell you that I'm smart, right? But the thing is that there's certain, or that you're smart, but there's like a certain amount of smart that they're willing to accept, right? So the thing is that the second that you go over that threshold, it's like, well, what what are you a rocket scientist and so anything you say they're gonna take with they're, they're gonna hate it because it's like well it's okay that you're smart but i don't like that you're smarter than me or you know yeah. that kind of thing and the other thing is that they they go out of your way to try to prove you wrong which it's not really helping you to mm. to do that when, i'm gonna we, just preface this because i feel like that this is a little bit in-house right now oh no and no I it's just like sometimes... i've ex- i've experienced it where people would ask me something and try to stump me oh, and so what annoying. i realized is that when they ask me things now i just said i don't know because mm-hmm. um they really don't really either they won't don't want to know the answer they're mm-hmm. just trying to stump me mm-hmm. or they're just testing me or doing something mm-hmm. so, but i would also still like to say that sometimes people just like to have discussions and even though it seems like it's going around in circles, sometimes that's what it takes for someone to understand. <laughs> yeah, well, another 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 good thing to recognize with people who you think would be your friends is to realize, um, are they using you for anything? Uh, I think we should be very careful with how we use the word use. Okay, because the thing uh, is that everyone needs someone or people to succeed uh, in when, Whatever. When I say use, I mean they see something you you have and they befriend you, and then you got to figure out is this person befriending me because I have this? Because you got if it's if it's someone that you 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 know or have uh, interacted with, mm. but never gave you the time of day, and you try to have a conversation, but as soon as you attain something, and they try to, I guess so, some people would realize it more than others how. When uh, you have someone else come up to you and think they act a little different mm. and they, they try to befriend you, they like overly be giggle and laugh and try to make sure like well, okay. you're feeling at but ease. There's still like, there's like a, you know, no, like, there's someone... a scale for that, you know, because like, it's just like with like, I don't know, what if a girl wanted to get close to you, David Tegan? You know, what if, what if they were like, oh, he's so cute over there drinking his like, vegan spinach froyo drink and so they hate vegan food right but they're there with a friend who's vegan so they want to get close to you and so they go and buy the drink and they're like oh did you get strawberry in yours i got banana how's the strawberry you know what i mean like there are degrees that's something that i wouldn't necessarily like because if you don't if you don't like the what you're consuming you're just trying to uh please me because it's you think it's gonna like, well, that's something. the thing. But when you have very limited information, so but that's the thing. Even with people who are compatible as friends or as romantic interests, the thing is that there are going to be things that are not compatible. Just like I tell people all the time, I was like, you have to 
I don't understand the concept of not living together before you're married because you need to live with them because there are things you're going to hate. He always leaves a twisty but He doesn't, you know, teeny things like they don't roll up the toothpaste or they they brush their teeth and they leave like the sprinklings from can, when they brush all over the, the mirror. Oh, that can drive people can I, crazy. Can I add something to that? Mm. Always leave the seat up. When the thing I don't like about that is that <laughs> so you want the person to put the seat down. So it should be this way. The one person will put the seat up, the other will put it down after That's they weird. use it. That's not weird <laughs> because it's mutual. So you're doing something to help the other person, the other person doing something to help you. So uh, the guy would I don't actually put so the I, seat down. I have no and after like, after the girl uses the restroom, she will put the seat up. So I So they don't both get have particular like reference for the situation. I've never like lived with someone who wasn't a girl also but i don't think that the actual issue in the situation is that the toilet seat is up right because i mean you come into the bathroom and you look the toilet seat's up you put it down yourself boom i think the issue was is either a it's at night right so you're sleepy you just got out of bed and you go and sit and you fall in but i think the other issue is that a the it's not flushed or there's just sprinklings all around the edge and you're like savagery you know what I mean? It's just like if you're a guy and you walk up to your sink and there's all this like foundation powder all over the edge of the sink. You're like, ooh, you know? Yeah. So what <laughs> what I said really works. Like everyone does the opposite for each other. So if you know, like you gotta, you have to leave the seat up or leave the seat down or flush or keep the sink clean. It's all the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I I think it's beneficial to uh to have quality of friends because the quality of friends ties into the importance of self-worth because if you feel like you're worth you 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 have a good sense of self-worth you're going to have uh good strong friends that want to to grow and be better together. Mm-hmm. And it's like say like your friends will know well, anticipate your your movements. They'll notice that you want to be somewhere. They will work hard to help you achieve that, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. You you don't. I do agree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, you so assume that I'm just gonna oppose you? No, no. I just thought you were gonna <laughs> add add to that or kind of subtract from what I, know, I said. You said that very well. Okay. Well, it's getting about that time, guys. I'm so sad. We're having such a good conversation. If you want to add to the conversation, you can email us if you'd like at Tegan and Lee at gmail.com. Bye, Tegan. Bye.